This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate that. I hope you're doing well. I uh, recently got to check out a portable espresso maker. This uh, my my friend Dave. He brought it into the office. It's the Mini Espresso GR, and it's crazy because this thing is about the size of a Red Bull. It needs no batteries, no electricity. All you really need for it is your espresso grounds and some hot water, which is kind of blew me away. You know, I thought for sure this thing is going to need a battery and it's going to have to be charged or something like that. But as it turns out, it does not. It doesn't need any of that stuff. And it works pretty well. I mean, it's ideal for camping Um, because what you do is once you have your hot water in there with your grounds you kind of put it all together it's pretty easy assembly and you use this pump to actually brew the coffee you know and it's not quite regular espresso right like it's um it's a little watery I mean it claims to have the same pressure as the big commercial espresso makers but I don't, yeah, I think that's too bold of a claim, but I will say this, like if you're out camping in the middle of the bush and you've got this thing, you're going to be drinking some pretty good coffee, you know, Uh, I think you'd be pleased. You can get this thing for around 50 bucks. It's definitely not, you know, something you would, it wouldn't be your everyday espresso maker. Uh, You could probably do a lot better with, you know, a regular plug in the wall type of uh, setup I think you can get those for like 150 bucks or so but if you're out on the trail out camping or just traveling this is a this is a pretty good rig I'm not gonna lie and you never know with the way things are going we might we might need to have portable type stuff like this Um, the winner of the internet this week comes from Twitter and Amber tweets Uh, coronavirus kills 3,000 people and we lose our mind. Heart disease is the number one killer in the world. And we put fried chicken between two donuts at KFC. Yeah, she really went there, you know? She kind of called us out on our denial and gullibility there. And I tried to say the same thing or something very similar a few months ago. I wasn't nearly as funny as Amber was, but... Seriously, though, I mean, how much do you have to hate yourself to eat this donut chicken thing? I mean, don't get me wrong. 
I love fried food occasionally. You know, I tr- sort of try to follow the 80-20 rule. You know, 80% good, 20% I can uh, have what I want. But, uh, I mean, it can't all be kale salad and green smoothies, right? But when I do eat bad, I do it right, you know? Uh, what is it Joey says on Friends? If you're going to do something wrong, do it right. KFC is not doing it right. <laughs> but uh, then again, I don't think this donut chicken concoction is for people on a cheat meal, if you know what I mean. You know people are having this for lunch on a Tuesday. <laughs> but uh, I bet they wash their hands while singing Happy Birthday twice before they ate it, right? <laughs> I mean, got to be safe. I may be headed towards heart disease, but at least I'm not getting COVID-19. And I know people might be saying, Brad, this is serious. Everyone's locked in their houses. How can you joke about this? And I do get it. It is, it is serious. But I think there are people out there taking this thing. I, I don't want to say they're taking it too seriously, but they are not really keeping the right perspective on it. I mean, 2,000 people a day die from heart disease. A day, you know? I think we've had, I mean, that tweet's a little old by now. I think right now... Uh, there's been about 5,000 unfortunate souls that have perished because of the coronavirus. So, you know, I get it. It's, uh, it's something to be aware of. But, um, I mean, it's just people are losing their minds over this. Um, <laughs> have you heard of this guy, Jim Baker? He was a TV, I don't know if he is or was, but I remember him being a TV evangelist back in the 80s. Well, he's going around selling his self-proclaimed cure. Uh, It's called the Silver Solution. (laughs) And from what I hear, if you drink too much of this stuff, it actually turns you blue. Your skin starts to turn blue because there's actually silver in it. And as you probably would have guessed by now, it does not cure anything. Um, It probably solves or causes more problems than it solves. But, uh, you know, he's... This weirdo, uh, Jim Baker, he's not alone. You know, he's not a one-off. There's, uh, there's retailers all over the world that are uh, engaging in disaster capitalism. There's an article in the Times about this guy that has, oh God, it's over 17,000 bottles of sanitizer. And Amazon shut him down because he was overcharging by a lot. I mean, some people were... <laughs> selling, you know, small bottles of sanitizer for like $300. I don't know if anybody actually paid that. I mean, if they did, they probably deserved it. But it's, you see this stuff and it just kind of makes your faith in humanity just sort of dwindle a little bit, you know? I mean, just last night I was on Marketplace because of course all of the toilet paper is gone and I'm just kind of looking around, like looking at how people are behaving and this lady was selling baby wipes, like one thing of baby wipes for an infant for like $50. I used to get an entire case when my kid was a baby for like $15. So me being the uh, good Samaritan I am, you know, I, I creeped this lady's page on her Facebook. And it was all about Jesus and the Bible. I mean, the irony here, <laughs> Molly Shetler, yeah, you false prophet. 
She is, uh, here's what her profile says. Hold on. Free-spirited mood. Oh, wait, hang on. I'm sorry. Free-spirited mom of three, living in the spirit, staying true. Really, Molly, you're, you're, you're living in the spirit. (laughs) Is this what Jesus would do? He would charge $50 for, uh, some baby wipes. I mean, she's almost as bad as the, uh, as the people that are fighting over toilet paper in Costco and these other stores. I saw a video of these two ladies in Australia that that pretty much went to fisticuffs. One lady has a a cart just filled with toilet paper. And the other lady is like, hey, you know, I can you give me one? And of course, you know, <laughs> the lady with all the toilet paper wasn't having it. And so they they started to throw down. I, it's it's kind of crazy. I mean, I don't really understand it. I've heard a lot of theories about why toilet paper is now like, you know, the new Bitcoin and everybody wants some um, for obvious reasons. But, you know, why are we obsessing over that, right? Why has that become the panic buy of 2020? <laughs> um What's interesting, you know, I, I did manage to find some toiletries and I, I only took two packages, my normal amount. <laughs> and luckily there was still some left on the shelf, you know, for some other folks, but it was getting bare. It was down to the generic brand. But you go down to, let's say, the vitamin aisle, right? The health food section aisle. All the vitamins look like they haven't been touched at all. They're in pristine condition. Uh, you know, they're still pulled to the front. <laughs> They've Nobody is touching those. Uh, I, I think the whole obsession, though, with, you know, buying things like this is like it gives people a false sense of control because, you know, there's fear everywhere right now. You, you just turn on the news and it's all you're going to hear. And uh, I think over the last 10, 20 years... Politics and just social issues have become totally fear-based. And I don't think it matters which side you're talking about here. You know, whether you're Sean Hannity or Rachel, uh, what's her name? Rachel Maddow. Uh, you know, you're, you're just preaching fear because that's what people tune in for and that's what the advertisers pay for. That's, and so fear has just become our collective response to threats now. It's our, uh, it's our default setting. And it's just, it's bizarre to me and a little scary that just one little hiccup in our lives and, you know, civility is gone. It's like it hangs by just a thread. And if anything rattles that, like a hurricane or, uh, you know, a, a virus or or anything just slightly disrupts it, it's, it all falls apart very, very quickly. I mean, I, I had to stop listening to the news a while back. I did, a, I did an episode about that. But you really can't escape it. I mean, when you open social media, it's all over the place. The news, and then, of course, people are in their echo chambers. So even if they're not posting articles about the news... They're posting about being, you know, very stressed out. And really, I think the media and this fear is 
one of the huge reasons that people are getting sick. I mean, clearly you have a real threat out there, you know, in the, in the ether. Fear is what makes people sick. Uh, I really do believe that. I remember, I'm old enough to remember tabloids when they were really big. That's where you had to go for all the sensationalism in news. But now, major, <laughs> major cable networks are the tabloids. It's all sensationalism. Um, but it's, it's really tragic because people are robbing themselves of their own power. I, I think... I've said this before, but it bears repeating. People just don't realize the amount of power that they have. Um, when you're talking about the amount of, you know, things that go on with our, our, just our bodies in general, you know, our heart beats and we never even think about it. Our fingernails grow. Our immune systems fight off germs all the time, not just when there is some sort of pandemic, but every day. It's, there's this invisible, infinite power in us. And a lot of people just don't pay attention to it. <laughs> I, uh, I've got coworkers that'll say things like, oh, I, I get sick every year about this time. You know, the allergies are coming. And I'm sitting there looking at them like, well, no wonder. You just, you just brought it upon yourself. And... Most of us are overfed and undernourished. That's another big reason that so many of us are getting sick. You know, it's uh, we're eating processed foods a lot of the times, uh, animal-based products, and it's horrible. You know, if you really want to boost the immune system, you got to go with a plant-based diet. At least that's, you know, I'm no dietitian, so this is all anecdotal evidence, but I know that ever since I made that switch, I didn't really get sick. That is until my daughter went to daycare. But uh, before that, you know, I would get I would get sick every year, every you know uh, nine months or you know maybe a year and a half or so. But there would be something that would knock me down. Once I started eating a mostly plant based diet, mostly whole food plant based, uh, I just felt better. I had more energy. I I could feel that my immune system was stronger because you're getting those vitamins from whole foods. And it's supplements are great, don't get me wrong, but when they enter the system, they don't quite break down as as well as what you get from a whole foods. You know, a whole food rather than, you know, if you eat an orange rather than going and getting a, a vitamin, you're gonna be better off with, with a stack of oranges. Because those vitamins and minerals, they're the raw materials for making up an immune system and keeping it working. Uh, I like what Dr. Greger has to say about this. Uh, he's a famous plant-based doctor. He says to eat the rainbow, you know, tomatoes, carrots, sweet potatoes, oranges. Get those dark leafy greens and uh, get some broccoli because, hey, we got to have our protein, right? <laughs> I know that's what some people are saying when I say plant-based diet. Where do you get your protein, Brad? Uh, somebody at work was challenging me on that just uh, a couple of days ago. And I had to remind him that uh, all protein comes from plants. Um, berries is one of the best things that you can eat right now. Um, 
to get that immunity built up, get those antioxidants in. You know, it, on the flip side of this, the foods that make your immune system drag is, you know, red meat, refined sugar, saturated fat, basically low car or I'm sorry, low fiber foods, major factors that affect our immune systems. It leads to inflammation, all kinds of bad stuff. And it's great what people are saying, you know, wash your hands, uh, do, you know, happy birthday twice, or uh, actually you could do the chorus of Raspberry Beret. It works well too. But um, getting the right food in our system is just as important. And the fear, we've got to get rid of this needless fear. It's okay to be concerned, I think, but the fear is causing people some sleepless nights, especially the elderly. Oh my God, I've heard some horror stories about how scared they are. Uh, Kim was telling me about a lady that uh, she read about was waiting outside of a, uh, she was out in the parking lot of a, uh, a grocery store and was just basically in tears, begging people to help her. Like, can you please go get me some, some groceries? She handed this lady a $100 bill and just said, you know, here's my list. Please help me. I don't want to go in there. <laughs> and thankfully, the lady did, you know, and got her the groceries, even brought her the change. Um, but, you know, it breaks my heart hearing someone in that state of fear, because that is, that's a recipe for disaster. You know, being well rested, being calm during these things, that's the best thing that we can do for our immune system and overall health. It's like an episode I did, uh, I guess it was probably three or four months ago, about epigenetics. You know, we have so much control over our body and what happens to it. And most of the time, people are just using it the opposite way that it's, it could be. It could be maximized. I mean, everybody has heard of the placebo effect. Uh, I was listening to a podcast a few days ago, uh, Rob Dial, and he mentioned that the placebo effect accounts for about 33% of the success of medicines out there. I mean, think about that's over one third of everybody getting sick, curing themselves because the it's just a sugar pill that they give them. And so we have this, you know, this, this way of healing ourselves just by maintaining the idea that we're going to be healed. I, I'm basically going that route that I'm, it's a placebo effect, that I've just got this shield around me. You know, I'm putting in good food in my body. I'm keeping a clean mind and I'm staying away from the fear on the news. Because just like the placebo effect, there's an opposite side to that called the nocebo. And that's the belief that you make yourself sick. You know, I've people all around. It's not hard to see people that are just stressed out. You know, um, people are just, oh my God, we're all going to get sick. <laughs> you know, it's, it doesn't have to be that way. You know, we all have mirror neurons, some of us more than others. If you're an empath, you've got, your mirror neurons are very active. And the way I look at it, I have to brainwash myself before the outside world does it for me. Because these mirror neurons, I see people when I go to the store and you can just kind of sense the, the fear that's going on with them collectively. 
And it's hard not to get pulled into that and just to, you know, run away with it. I bet that's what happened with the toilet paper, you know. One person saw this guy just throwing a bunch of toilet paper in his in his basket and thought, you know what, uh, I better I better get some because people like that guy are going to take it all and I'm not going to have any for me and my family. So it's just this chain reaction. <laughs> but, you know, got to watch our content and what we take in, the news, uh, social media. I've had to hide a few people or unfollow whatever it is the term uh, over the last few days because they're just, I don't want to say they're spouting nonsense. You know, they're concerned about what's going on, but they're panicking and that doesn't help anybody. One of the best things that I find during this, as far as boosting my immune system, staying healthy, is getting out there and exercising. Uh, I went for a run a few days ago, first one really since my knee injury, uh, where I didn't uh, feel kind of odd, you know, and uh, went for a short three-miler, and I swear it just makes my overall uh, respiratory system feel better. You know, I flush out like that bacteria and not to get gross, but when you're out there and you start breaking up the mucus, well, you, you get rid of all that stuff. Exercise causes change in antibodies and white blood cells. So even if it's a brisk walk, just get outside and walk around. I mean, since we're all stuck at home anyway, you gotta, <laughs> you know, just take a neighborhood walk around the block a few times. Go for a mile or two miles. That's enough to, to just get their heart rate up. It, it boosts your mood. Um, and always, I can't say this enough, but the last 10 minutes before we go to sleep is so colossally important. It is like the most important part of the day because that's when you can actually reach in and start to tear down some of those subconscious programs and replace them with good, positive uh, instructions for your programming. That's where you can change it. You can get into the to the operating system. You know, before 10 minutes before bed, I'm sitting there saying, I am perfect health. Not that I'm not gonna get sick because I'm actually attracting myself to it when I say that. No, I'm appreciating my health. I'm appreciating all the abundance around me and I'm activating that infinite intelligence. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you're healthy out there. Sincerely, I really do. Make sure you check the show notes. I've got some uh, Easter eggs packed away, uh, one of which is a emergency playlist for if you're home, quarantined, can't go anywhere. I've got a new playlist just for such occasion. Hope it uh, finds you mellow and healthy and making the best out of this. You can find my website at thecoffeebuzzpodcast.com. If you want to drop me a note, send me uh, some thoughts, you can do so at thecoffeebuzzpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much once again, and I will talk to you next week.